Jasper. Hey, Megan. How are you doing? I'm doing well. All the emotions. You know why? Why? Because we're starting a new podcast together. That's right. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of... To Glee or Not to Glee. We thought about calling it Gleecast, but there's already like... I mean, we're the only Glee podcast actually out there, period. Um. <laughs> that's that's very not true. <laughs> I think we're the most unique. I mean, let's be honest. Mm, yes. Yeah. First episode, we're already the front runner, you know. <laughs> LOL. But um, hey, y'all. Uh, welcome. We are super excited to dive into one of our favorite shows. I mean, it's one of my favorite shows. Yes. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, well, okay, so let's start with introducing ourselves. Obviously, I think that's a great idea. That. Y'all don't know us. Um, usually it's ladies first, but it's 2022. So You I'll know what? Go off, King. Go first. Yeah, I would love to hear about you. <laughs> yes. All right. So, <laughs> hi, my name is Jasper. Some of you listeners may know me from a previous podcast called Suburban Boy. We're still, you know, talking to my team, deciding on what to do next for a new season. But um, really excited to start this podcast because for me, I am an entertainer. I'm an actor. Um, I like to sing. I do some print work. And I also, uh, I guess I'm a podcaster. So it's been uh, really cool to dive into a, I don't know, a part of my life that actually was more significant than I realized because of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee was one of my favorite shows because it incorporated all those things I told you about. There's acting, there's singing, there's drama. Um, a lot of stuff I did not know I was introduced to through Glee and we can go with family-friendly stuff like certain music, like <laughs> pop genre and um, other things like, um, you know, just like different people and representing different communities that I didn't know much about. And uh, yeah, it was really, it really opened my eyes and it really excited me and made me, um, it was one of the other main reasons I wanted to go into television acting. And uh, to this day, I'm still holding on to a Glee reboot or something close to it so they can cast me and I can be an official African-American male in that show. Because we all know they didn't have one and I don't want to keep it. What about what about an all black cast recasting of Glee? Okay. Okay. For it, but also I love diversity. I was raised in diversity, and that was one thing I want to continue to show in America. Um, Especially, there's just so many divisions all the time. I want inclusion, but I also want it it to be represented authentically. So, if you're going to have black members in the cast they can sing black songs in a great way hopefully hopefully yeah. they would be encouraged to do so yes, yeah. exactly in the latinx community i would love to see spanglish or a complete spanish tune lullaby something like i want to um i want people in asian culture like i really want it to show more authenticity than ever before they did why not both why not yeah. do why both? not why yeah, not both? Los dos, you know <laughs> see yes megan what does glee mean to you well, my name is Megan. Uh, I, 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 I'm also an entertainer, but not in the traditional way. Um, what I mean by that is I, I am an artist through and through. I love music. 
I love um, theater and movies. And I mean, I, I, I consider myself, like I'm definitely a musician primarily, but I also dabble in basically everything I can, whether it's drawing, painting, um, the occasional interpretive dance, even though I love, I embarrass myself. I love it. It's so much fun. Um, but I also work in church world. I'm a pastor and uh, work a lot with nonprofit and talk with a lot of different communities about what it looks like to live well in the world. Um, but I'm thinking about Glee and that kind of intersection between uh, pop culture and church world. And it's interesting mm -hmm. to think about that, but I love Glee for similar reasons as you, um, it was kind of a door opening into pop culture that I had not experienced before. It was absolutely a show that introduced me to um, uh, people and their uniqueness and how, um, like I think about like all of like the first time things that happened on Glee, like having a main character with special needs, like having mm -hmm. someone with Down syndrome as, as one of the main characters, having yeah. someone featured in a wheelchair although that actor isn't isn't disabled maybe we could talk about that in another episode about like actually hiring, actually hiring people you know who who are disabled to play disabled characters instead of having able-bodied people anyways another episode but but the the i the, the beauty the colorfulness the the joy um and how music can help tell stories that are difficult um I I'm yeah again I'm a creative I love storytelling and also Glee is just fun like it, it has so many weird quirky moments I'm a choir kid through and through and I just I mean anything that has groups of people singing like sign me up love it <laughs> yes. yes we're here yes. we're doing it yes. and okay. I oh we'll go ahead and then I have a thing yeah well, well no go 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 I was gonna say so we've introduced ourselves but we also are very good friends and i thought it'd be fun oh, yes we were thinking the okay, same we're going the same <laughs> direction great <laughs> i think it'd be yeah. great to talk about like so we've been talking about doing a podcast whether mm -hmm. it was me about glee or you know something else or whatever it's but we've consistently like pitched to each other like what if we did a glee type project together we've been talking yeah. about this for six years yeah since we met probably the yeah. same year we met I, I think so well because we were <laughs> you were watching glee one day and i was like oh my gosh like, we can watch this together no one else in my life wants to watch glee with me uh yeah you know what you're right that was yeah. literally what happened yeah what episode was that it had to be like the break episode or something um i which... i don't remember which episode but it, i mean you weren't you weren't like watching through you were like finding your favorite episodes. yeah i think i was introducing to one of our fellow residents and it probably was the whitney episode because that was the one i always did <laughs> but uh yeah yeah you're right you're right okay. but yeah so so apparently so we both joined this program mm -hmm. it was an intern externship that dealt with people in the nazarene church circle mm -hmm. that wanted to make a difference in an area of California that was still needing some development. Is that the best way I can really so, say? So it <laughs> used to be called the Possibility Project. It has since yeah. changed and morphed into another uh, 
um, I, I, I would say faith-based community um, yeah. called Heirloom East Bay. Highly recommend you check it out. It's great for retreats. Sorry, that was my phone. Especially if you are um, a creative and need like some respite or a place where other artists like filmmakers and musicians and um, illustrators, like there's so many creative people in that community. But the Possibility yeah. Project, rest in yeah. peace, um, was an internship through a church denomination, not to make pastors or not to make ministers, but to actually encourage young people who were passionate about making a difference in their world, making the world a better place. Um, Church language would be to be the light in the world. Um, But rather than going, you have to do it through a local church to go, what's your passion? Go do your passion whether it's mm-hmm. through entertainment like you, whether it is through local church like me, whether it's through like finance or art or um, tech industry, especially we were based in San Jose for several years. And mm-hmm. San um, Jose, Sunnyvale, Palo Alto. And uh, yeah, those were the three. Yeah, those were the three primary locations for a while. We There were several interns that would live in different houses and then we yes. would work together each week and would have our own separate projects, but then we would have community projects as well together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's where we met, which is so interesting and odd. And like the older I get, the more I realize like how unique that kind of that community is. is. Yeah, whether it's, whether it's faith based or not, like to have a group right. of people who care about the Strange. world, strangers too. Yeah, strangers. No yeah, we didn't know each other. No one knew yeah, each other. We were living with strangers, people. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and we were uh, to kind of build on that. We were forced to be vulnerable in a respectful way. Of course, we went through certain books um, on different topics, from lamenting, from being a woman in ministry, from empathy from like finances like there were a lot of legit identity like what we believe in who we are yeah Yeah. deconstructing faith yeah and I would say I I I think the word you used is forced I would say (laughs) and, and you're not wrong but to clarify for people listening we were told before we joined the internship yeah the the level of intimacy of 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 you're basically bearing your soul with this community for the next two years. Cause it was a two yeah. year commitment at the time. Sure. Um, and you were told ahead of time, like it's pretty intense and yeah. unlike everything, you really don't know what you're doing until you get into it. Right. But I, I would say like the people I met, like yourself, as well as other people, our friends that we've, um, you know, grown with, it was yeah. a very, difficult point in my life where I was asking big questions about who am I what am I doing with my life does it even matter um where I could kind of do some soul searching and do it in a community of people who yes they were strangers but there was an agreement in this living situation that we would all be in support of one another no matter what and I will say I have yet to find that intense and that committed of a community before even working in church. And that's not to say my church isn't, you know, working on being that kind of community, but it's really different when you live together, when you eat meals together, when you work on projects together, like we didn't spend 24 hours a day with each other, but a lot. We spent a lot of time together. And, And we still had choice for free will. Don't get us wrong. Like we could have left at any moment in time. (laughs) 
we li- we still lived our lives. We did think we had friends outside of it, but ultimately we did life together. It was a cult, anyway. to clarify, not a cult. I mean, cult does have a definition that's close to. No, I'm kidding. No, it's <laughs> it is really not. I'm called. I'm. 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 Just kidding. We no, want to scare not. people off the first episode. <laughs> no, we're trying to interest them. No, it wasn't a cult. We were. It was very much like. Uh, what did it even call? that would it be a different way of calling that well we use we use the word intentional a lot community. in that in that community i i think intentional community is yeah probably the best words to describe it. a commune no, it was communal it was it was a little bit of a commune except we didn't all live like literally all together in like a house <laughs> but we did wear nun outfits for you were what we wore our nun outfits together every Wednesday. None, none okay. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't remember <laughs> this. Was I, was I not part of that? Just kidding. Just kidding, no. guys. Um, but, but all that to say, during that yeah. internship, we watched a lot of Glee together. <laughs> we, did. We, did. Yeah. we did. And a lot of, like, the same episodes multiple times. Uh, like I said, hands, like, hands down, Whitney. I love the musician-dedicated episodes. Whitney, Michael, Brittany. Brittany. I watched um, those constantly. Yeah, those were. Yeah. I loved the holiday episodes, but that's just me. Oh my gosh, um, the black and white one. <laughs> yes. Or um, oh well, we'll we'll get into it at some. We're point. getting into it, yeah. you know. Yeah. So without further ado, yeah. Episode one, the pilot. Here we go. Yeah. Woo! So when you before you started rewatching for the the podcast, yes, like. Did you remember episode one in detail or was it just kind of like a like a blur of introduction of the characters? You know what? I had a very unique exposure to Glee. Um, it was around the time I was introduced to American Idol. I wish I would have known what season of American Idol it was when Glee came out, but I remember watching the live shows uh-huh. and then... No, because Glee, it was on Fox. Okay, so I remember watching American Idol and then uh-huh. Glee premiering. Oh, okay. And then wow. I was like, what is this show? And so I remember. It was probably season seven of American yes. Idol because yeah. I, and I, the fun thing about this is I can look up stuff while we're talking. Yes, um, that's good. And that was, who was that? Lee? No. So Glee, so Glee premiered in May of 2009. Yes. Um, and American Idol has pre- started making television shows. Oh my gosh, why is it so hard to say? In <laughs> 2002. Right. So American Idol season seven. Did you want to know who won? Or yes. just like the cast? Oh. Who won? I am looking. David Cook. Oh! That's so the season of David Archuleta. One. Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> the season of David Archuleta. Honestly, that is, that is probably the I think you and I were at a similar place because that is, I was not an avid American Idol watcher because it it made me mad because talented people, talented people would be sent home all the time and, and, um, people who, in my opinion, were less talented got to stay because they had a look or they had a vibe and I'm, or the girls will vote for them. Let's be honest. Right. That's true. We also can blame America, not just the judges. Um, but I remember David Archuleta is David Archuleta, um, Kelly Clarkson, and then Jordan um, Sparks. 
Yes. Those, those three, those, yeah. no, no, those three are like three musicians that I regularly still listen to. Okay. That I learned from, from American Idol. And actually I was really mad that David Archuleta lost. Like, yeah. Fuming. Yeah. True, it was it was the bad boy image that the girls voted for. At the end of the day, though, he was a kid. He was a little kid. Yeah, and David Archuleta is killing it. Like I was about to say, who really yeah. won? Who is successful now? They're both successful, but differently. But we're so glad David decided Maybe. to continue. <laughs> like, um, yeah. But, but anyways, yeah. you. But anyways, yeah, same. And I love American Idol. That's a whole other podcast. Like, don't get me started. I listen to. You can do like, that with someone else. I, I can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> I love you. I just—it's not my show. It's not my yes, show. That's true. Yeah. But anyways, I remember it was over. I looked at it, and when I when I rewatched it recently, I remember seeing the first episode and was like, "Wow, this feels like I walked into an '80s movie because the way everything." was kind of filmed and set up and visually it just reminded me of a a like a breakfast club type 80s coming of age story mm. and it was really uh well done it was really well done immediately and but I was nervous because I was like I think they were they were already kind of talking um you know pg and I was like, my parents hear what they're talking about. I'm going to get in I, trouble. I am borderline, borderline. Yeah. I would say borderline PG, PG-13. Yeah, talking yeah. About absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Which for, so two, for two kids that grew up in like pretty conservative Christian homes, yes, yeah. Glee, Glee was going to be a little bit of a challenge. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I remember watching it and being like, um, or sneaking it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. This may not be that good. Uh, and then they did the first song. No, they did the auditions. And I was like, oh no, this may be great. <laughs> Were you hoping it wasn't going to be good? I I thought it wasn't going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then and then it was a hit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't catch the wave until season two. Ah, I see. I was, I was immediately hooked i well again anything music anything like i didn't do glee club in high school we didn't even really have a glee club but we had Mm. had choir we had show choir and we had you know all all these similar like like i like like they they stereotype people because it's television that's what they do but like there were kids in my choir i'm like you're like Archie, or you're like Mercedes, or you're yes. like Rachel Berry. Did you say Archie, Artie. Did I say Archie. I meant yeah. Archie. <laughs> Whoa, Riverdale. Riverdale. Hey. Yeah. Um, from episode one, we have a, a Mr. Schuster or Will Schuster um, is this teacher. He's a Spanish teacher, right? Um, yeah. Who works Which at McKinley. Problematic immediately. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a white man teaching Spanish. Is that what's problematic? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I didn't say it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Schuster, who uh, is currently teaching Spanish at McKinley High School, he's also miserable. Like, if you look at, if you watch the show, um, he takes over the Glee Club after uh, there was a problem with the previous Glee Club uh, director, which we will talk about in a moment, mm-hmm. in the hopes of restoring it to its former glory. Um, he's faced with the challenge of converting a group of misfits, which includes Rachel Berry, um, star quarterback Finn Hudson, 
um, outspoken Mercedes Jones, flamboyant Kurt Hummel, stuttering goth Tina Cohen Chang, and paraplegic Artie Abrams into a team of good singers. Meanwhile, while this is all going on, Will's pregnant wife, Terry, who is awful, I will stand by that till the day I die, Terry is awful, um, pushes Will to find a higher paying job to support his growing family. Um, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. Misses so many details. This, you know, this. <laughs> and but, that's why we're here. But that's why we're here to fill you in on the, the real, the real important stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when you hear this, what's missing? Like when you hear that, what, like what, what are the juicy details that are missing? First of all, I want to say, sorry, I asked you and then I'm gonna interrupt. No, you're. Stu good. Sylvester is missing from this description. That's true. And yeah, she why is she not line, She was the first line of the series. Yes. 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 Her first line, if I wrote it down, I think I did. Did I write it down? I wrote it down. All I know is that Sue Sue is my favorite character. Period. From yes. this show, I love her. She she grows a lot on this show. She does. Um, but she's, make it to the end right and she starts off like pretty awful like really yeah. mean she's she's the cheer coach at mckinley high school yeah. uh, i did not write it down that's sad but anyways she's like she's the first line in this whole television series and she's not even mentioned in the stop well, her, her iconic shouting of you sloppy baby yeah sloppy <laughs> babies <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Even but what, what else is missing from this episode? It's missing. I feel like it does a good job of just kind of naming all the characters and each character has a part in the episode that makes yeah. it the episode. Um, I don't necessarily see there's anything missing, but of course, maybe the music itself. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the audition. We love, I don't know, no matter what the movie is, I love an audition montage. Yeah. There's they're the most creative parts of a lot of those musical type movies, TV shows. They're so funny. The personality, um, you get to hear like different versions of things. Um, yeah, how different people, like I love, I love the audition montage in Pitch Perfect because you have the yes. same, same song, same song being sung by a bunch of different people. So you get exactly. different. Whereas yeah. with this montage, we, we kind of see each character who's auditioning to be a part of Glee Club. Um, they're kind of seeing like a stereotype of their character yeah um so like you know we have uh mercedes jones who's played by the wonderful incredible amber riley um singing respect by aretha franklin um Mm -hmm. and mercedes is a you know is a is a young black woman in high school and it's like okay that that could be a coincidence but then you have kurt hummel who's played by chris (laughs) colter sing Mr. Cellophane and yeah. Kurt is a gay teen. It's like, okay, so you're literally not even being subtle about okay. like typecasting these people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, very true. And um I, you know, I don't want to get canceled and I won't because I'm gonna say what I say. You have to have but, listeners to be canceled. That's all great. I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's fine, we have them. So, Rachel Berry <laughs> slash Leah Michelle was one of my favorite characters. It's just because she knew what she wanted and she did the most to get it. And it was very entertaining. Was it ethical? Was it kind? Not always, I must admit. But she was very, very determined and it was very intriguing to see her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her first song was was that, like, leader. Um, yeah, she sang On My Own um, from exactly. Liz. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, on my own by Lame Miz. 
And uh, of yeah. course, uh, you know, the most, mm, well, without like breaking down all the characters, but with Tina's character, mm. that was always the most wild card because where she was from the beginning to the end is very different. Right. And, uh, but I did really like all the songs they chose kind of, I think not only maybe have stereotyped them, but it kind of gave us a sneak peek of what to expect. We were going to yeah. get show tunes. We were going to get pop hits. We were going to get soul. Right. That, that's a, oh, that's a good point. We would get show tunes. We would get all of the, yeah. So like Tina, who is played by Jenna, Jenna Ushkowitz. And Jenna, I apologize if I just said your last name wrong. I will check myself later. Um, she sings I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. But she sings it in almost like a punk, yeah. punk rock style as mm -hmm. best as she can, being accompanied by just piano. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you're right. We've got in that in that audition sequence. We have musical theater. We have um, uh, I mean, what would you? I mean, I, like Aretha Franklin is like pop soul, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would just say soul because of yeah. the origination. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got yeah, you've got pop pop with like a punk inflection. Like yeah, you have a lot of variety mm -hmm. in like a five minute sequence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly and then i mean it ends with don't stop believing which is the staple song of the whole series <laughs> which they sing like four times in the they whole say it series. too much <laughs> yeah over the course yeah. of the whole glee universe yeah. whatever like they yeah. sing don't stop believing like every other season say, i would say too many times <laughs> um if it had been like just even once a season that still would have been too much but it still would have been less than what they did yeah it was yeah. It, you know, it was what it was and people yeah. loved it. people ate that like honey right well or 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 the the like unspoken audition sequence with finn which let's let's talk about problematic things that you don't remember until you rewatch <laughs> the show yeah who's trying to like build the glee club so you know they could be good and grow and there's like a lot of other right. like, things that are going on he like hears finn singing in like the football locker showers yeah and instead of walking away because there is a minor who's in the shower he like leans in and listens and he's singing you know can't fight this feeling mm -hmm. um which is an incredible song mm -hmm. so good um and then also finn had already said no to being a part of glee club mm -hmm. um but Mr. Schuster planted weed on him in his locker and weed. threatened weed, <laughs> oh, the marijuana. <laughs> he plants drugs on him and basically blackmails him saying, well, you can either go to detention, uh, this will be on your permanent record, you won't get a football scholarship, which is all mm. a lie. Um, or, you <laughs> could join, or you could join the Glee Club. <laughs> you know, it's like, well... So we're starting off with blackmail, <laughs> starting off with like inappropriate relationships between teachers and students. Yeah. There There's was a lot. <laughs> that was the thing too. Yeah. Even like some of the dialogue was kind of crazy because even like Rachel's adoption story was kind of messed up. And um, even the way Soul, Soul Sylvester, Soul, Sue Sylvester, uh -huh. Soul was, Sylvester. <laughs> was talking to uh, the cheerleaders. There was a lot of problematicness. Oh, very abusive. Like straight yeah, up abusive. Very, exactly. And yeah. that's what kind of drew you to it because you're like, oh my gosh, this is so wrong. How do, how do they correct it? <laughs> well, and this show, 
I mean, it really starts off here and it kind of keeps it going for a while, but it starts off being very, um, like extra, like very, uh, like what's the word? Um, like when you're going over the top to like mm -hmm. make a point. Yeah. Um, I can only think of the word extra. <laughs> um, um dyna uh, dynamic, uh, no, um, we call it something elism like yeah well anyway so they're way <laughs> over the, they're way over the top yeah reading these characters so like you know well, what like a shock factor yeah that's a part of it yeah if a sensationalism is that wrong that sounds closer i don't yeah. know anyway <laughs> y'all know what we're talking about they, they they make the characters like big um uh oh my gosh this is gonna bother me um like they exaggerate the characters to a very extreme degree um but then actually they kind of they kind of they do that less and less as the show goes on right um, because i think they address more serious topics whereas in the first season which okay. they don't address serious topics in the first season but like they're 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 so the show seems to be so intent on making a point of these are extreme versions of characters, you know, um, that they want, because they want to tell a good story. They want to be entertaining yeah. and over the top and blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. And they do a good job. And yeah. um, it's crazy because the pilot episode was, um, there was a lot of time between the pilot episode and the show actually being picked up. Mm. I believe there was a reason for that. And I think, I think because thinking of it now, because Glee yet still had stereotypes it was the first show of its kind mm. because it kind of put certain unique people as leads right that hasn't really happened before right. and they needed rights to songs that were popular yes. it wasn't original stuff it was other people's stuff right. so i believe it was an expensive show for fox mm. and they had to make a decision if they wanted to go that way and step out of the norm because glee was going to like just put it all out there yeah. and even what's crazy is that that was at that time and that was just what 10 years ago or, or so and now it's not even that bad <laughs> well they it's got I mean you know like when people talk about older shows like they could never make this this way now and it's like well yeah because we've grown and changed and improved yeah. like yeah but like they could not make Glee the way that they made Glee then even now like just 10 just over 10 years later which is kind of crazy to think about that too yeah um absolutely. so we only have a few minutes left jasper um oh, but i was wondering if you would enlighten us and our listeners to one of your most memorable audition experiences Ooh, okay great great story um great. Middle, middle school sixth grade i remember oh, oh, I, I wish i knew yes this. i know me uh i remember one of my biggest influences what did you say <laughs> one of my big <laughs> uh, one of my biggest influence actor actresses is raven simone and i remember watching uh that's so raven premiere in 2003 and being like i want to do what she does and how do i do that uh, my parents weren't big on, hey, yes, let's invest in acting because they knew of it, but they didn't know how expensive it could be. 
and they were very big on networking. But anyways, love them. Um, I had to figure out how to do it without spending the money. So um, I did, I, you know, went to school and I've heard like, oh, there's a such thing as a drama club or, you know, plays. And I was like, oh, that's acting. That's close enough. I don't know what stage life is like, but I'll figure it out. So I remember uh, you had to sign your name on the drama club sign-in sheet. And uh, I don't know what for, but I just remember being like, oh, I've seen it on TV. You sign up and you go to a meeting. Mm -hmm. So the meeting was in the auditorium and I was like, oh, this is so cool. We're going to talk about acting. Great. Turns out it was the audition for the fall plane and I signed up for an audition. Look at you. Surprise. (laughs) I never auditioned in my life. Barely knew what audition was. Mm. Yes. Scary. So I just as my nerves were bubbling, as she was going down the list, she had everyone go up to the stage and do their audition right then and there. Mm-hmm. Now, this was not a rehearsed audition. There's no pianist, there's no accompanist, like whatever you did. You oh, acapella. Yes. Yeah. Fortunately, I was toward the bottom of the list and I was constantly deciding, should I run away or should I stay? And I had no material, didn't know what to do. I just remember trying to find something in my backpack. I said, well, auditioning is like reading. It looks like people are reading things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I went in my backpack. I pulled out our sixth grade language arts book that we were reading. Uh-huh. I forgot the name of the book, but it was a great book. It was like, I think it was The Outsiders or something like that. Ooh, okay. Something like that, yeah. And I got my name called and I decided to go up there. So I literally just read my book, read it through, read a paragraph or two. And uh, she was like, good job. And then I literally got casted in the show of a kid named Derek who read, who had two lines in a paragraph, just about the same amount as what I auditioned nice. for. It was very scholarly of a role. I was like, look, perfect. Look how, can we just take a moment to appreciate how resourceful and brave six-year-old, or six-year-old, sixth-grade <laughs> Jasper was? That you would, you would be in a situation that, you were not expecting um that you were in a moment in a in a expected to do something you've never done before and instead of walking away which would have probably been the easiest thing to do you literally were like i'm gonna just take what i have and i'll offer it and see what happens like that's it yes oh great jasper i was i was just i think that's yes no amen but also (laughs) thank you thank you thank you oh my gosh but okay so what's yours so i i'm i'm trying to rack my brain i don't really have a lot of like memorable audition experiences Mm. i do i do remember one time like doing an audition for a community theater production actually also in middle school I think it was like the summer between like eighth grade and ninth grade so I guess Mm -hmm. high school and the summer production was of high school musical so so much fun I'm still jealous of this day for so much fun um and all I remember is I had I auditioned for stuff before but I'd never had to do like a dance or a movement audition Mm -hmm. and I I I received a call back after like you know our vocal acting you know for the the first role or first role the first time you audition you get a call back to do the movement and I was just real bad (laughs) like they're like okay
okay, so you're not a dancer. Like you're a singer, you're not a dancer. So we're, we're going to put you in the back. And I just remember like being bummed. I didn't get the part that I wanted, which wasn't even a main role. I wanted to be the girl that played piano for all the other people. Um, Kelsey. Yeah. I wanted to be Kelsey. Um, But yeah, all I remember is just like, for better or for worse, kind of it being reminded of like I'm not a dancer, I'm a I'm a singer, which is yeah. still very true. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, I've I've I enjoy auditioning. I've I've I found that it it it's hard once you get out of practice. Um Yeah, oh my gosh, but, yeah. But be, just, yeah. Just just the act of putting yourself out there, I think is so brave yeah. and and I try to remind myself like I still would love to do community theater. I I do community choir stuff right now and had to audition for that but every time I get nervous I just I remind myself of everyone wants this to go well yeah. mm. no one wants you to fail if they want you to feel they're bad people so yeah. <laughs> or jealous yeah, or they're jealous yeah. uh, so but but to remind myself that I want this to go well they want this to go well and that's all that really matters oh so, that's beautiful yeah. and that's a beautiful note to leave off of Guys, come with us on this journey as we break down Glee and incorporate our own personal experiences. Yeah. That's what this is about. And uh, yeah, hopefully that it's just it's just something that brings you joy or Glee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, friends. And we hope to see you and well, or you that you hear us next time. Uh, yeah. On our next episode. Get ready for the ride. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. All right. See you next time. Bye.